Hi there, I'm Claire Liu, and I'm the CEO of Know Your Team. And on today's edition of The Heartbeat, I am so thrilled to have with me Natalie Nagel, who is the co-founder and CEO of Wildbit, which is this amazing software development company that has built these multi-million dollar products that are used by over 100,000 people all over the world. And Natalie, you've been running this company for 18 years and counting, and uh, with your husband, no less. And it's you know pretty much an entirely remote team, just fascinating story. And most recently, uh, Natalie's company was featured in Fast Company for doing something uh, pretty unconventional, which is having uh, four-day work weeks. So excited to hear a little bit more about that too. But the big thing I wanted to ask very selfishly, Natalie, was for you, you know, in the 18 years plus running your business, what is the one thing you wish you would have known earlier as a leader? Wow, uh, that's a that's a big question. <laughs> Only one? Oh, I mean, um, you can, I, you know, I think we, we have all day. You could you can talk about it as many as you like <laughs> to you. I think uh, probably the one that's really relevant right now is realizing that in order to truly lead, we have to have time to think and to really step back and, you know, work, you know, as cliche as it is on the business and not in the business, you know, and you know that that's important. You read about how important that is. You, everybody tells you how important it is. All your mentors do it, but you're kind of like still, you know, small business and you're stuck in so much of the day to day. And I think, I think this year, especially Chris and I have started to explore how much more valuable we are to the company and to our team when we step outside and when we take breaks and think and you know, strategize and how much more productive we are and just holistically for the entire organization when we do that. But I wish I did that sooner. I wish it wasn't like year 18 when we decided that that was important. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, it's, it's funny, I think that you mentioned that it's, you know, it's a cliche because, hey, cliches are cliche for a reason. It's because they often ring true. And even hearing that answer, I go, oh, yes, in the four years of running, what was know your company now, know your team, anytime you can step back. It's so invaluable. I'm curious. I mean, you're saying like, okay, we kind of realized this in year 18. Uh, I mean, what caused you to, to finally carve out the time? Was it something that happened? Was it uh, something you, you read, something a mentor said, but what was, what was sort of the, the switch? I think it's been brewing for a while. I, you know, we haven't always run the business with intention. I mean, you start a company when you're really young and you're just for a long time just trying to pay the bills and get stuff done and you know I, I I'd like to think we're more entrepreneurs and business people so we just you know have, have an idea want to run with it you know and 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 that's kind of the purpose there's no real uh, business plan or anything like that and I think over the last couple of years we've been starting to think a lot more like why why do we run this business why do we choose to be entrepreneurs why do we have these products why you know and just asking a lot of whys and slowly kind of maturing into understanding why we exist and what the purposes are and then that work you know as as important as it is you know takes that stepping away time and i think one of the first times we made a really huge impact was when we sat down as a team and created values like written values you know we mm -hmm. always had like a, a focus or a culture but written values 
They're important. And then, you know, kind of said like, oh, wow, that's pretty impactful. Cool. Okay. What else can we do? You know, and then starting to understand those whys. And I think this year was the first year that wild bit. Um, we made some pretty big strategic changes. We sold a product. We are building a brand new product and did some pricing changes. And that actually created the first year in Wildbit's history that we weren't as profitable as we normally are, like really not near my comfort level. Um, you know, probably very comfortable for VC back companies, but when you are, you know, you're revenue driven, it's a very scary place to be. And yes. that forced Chris and I to spend a lot of time saying, okay, well, now we're running a business and, you know, these moments are okay, but what are the strategic directions that we want to take it in? And also, you hit 18 years. And I think Chris and I have been doing a lot of soul searching saying, what do we want to do in the next 10 years? You know, is this still mm -hmm. a thing that we love to do? And what do we want it to look like? But all those things to it when you're squashing email all day long or, you know, or in meetings telling, you know, it's just, there was just like this culmination of if I want to really enjoy my life and really live it with intention in this business, which is mostly our lives, right? Mm -hmm. Then I just have to find time to make bigger decisions around it. And, you know, so that means like hiring leads, you know, creating an org structure, like there's all these things that come with it, right? It's becoming sure. a grown up business. Um, but that was a, I wish we had done it sooner. I think we would be, there would be some less stressful years had we done it sooner. Sure. Uh, I mean, I think uh, there's a few things in what you shared there, Natalie, that I find absolutely fascinating. So one is you allude to this idea that, well, taking time away from the business to actually focus on the strategic direction actually helps you optimize for happiness as a business owner. Like, do I even like doing this? Like, is, is this fun work if I'm doing this for 18 plus years or uh, if I'm going to do this for the ne next 10 years? So I think for anyone who's listening, I think that's an important thing to reflect on. It's like, this is hypothetically, if you're spending so much time on it, it's supposed to be somewhat enjoyable. And so getting to take that time off helps you, helps you realize that. So I think that's, I think that's one fascinating thing. Uh, that you touched on. And then I think the second thing is you, I mean, you alluded to the fact that it would have been a lot less stressful. And I mean, I mean, you were saying like, maybe we would have even, even been more profitable. Had we, had we done this earlier? I mean, do you recommend for, you know, the managers, leaders, entrepreneurs, founders who are watching this, like, Hey, take, take this time off to, to work on your business instead of in it so much earlier. Like don't wait the 18 years. A hundred percent. I think, uh, you know, I f feel like the old, you know, the old lady in the room is like back in my day, but, I, you know, <laughs> we didn't, we didn't have the, we didn't have the, the understanding, you know, I run SaaS businesses, right? Like we thought we were the coolest thing since sliced bread and it was, you know, we reinvented business. And then now we realize like, no, business is still business and people want to buy products and you have to talk about, you know, all those things that we now are like, oh, okay. And that means that you have to have a strategic vision. You have to have an understanding of why you exist. You have to grow people and do all these things that only happen if you step up. And your team kind of needs you to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's this other part, I think, that there's so much guilt around, what if I took a like a day to walk around the city just to think? And it's like, well, does that look like I'm slacking off? Well, no, because you know later you find out your team's like, no, I want you to go think because I want you to come back and make sure that we're on the right path. Right. And if you don't go out and think and you don't come back and make sure we're on the right path, then, oh, my God, what, what's going to happen tomorrow?
you right. know? And it's been such an exciting adventure for us because it's actually less hours of work, if that makes sense. I can come up with, mm -hmm. uh, given the space and, you know, intentional space. So we'll go like on retreats and we'll go to these, you know, we'll go like up to the woods and we'll do like all these like, intentional things to like get away come back and build something or create something that will carry us for months, you know? And it's like, it's less actual time, you know? Like you just, you don't need to make like these grandiose decisions every single day, but you just need the space to be able to like look from above and say, all right, cool, here's where we want to go. And oh, well, if we change this, then maybe it's going to have a big meaningful impact, you know? And, and yeah. I just, years ago, had we done that, I probably wouldn't have been in this year of like low profits because I would have had a director of finance who would be like, hey, Natalie, if you do all these things at once, you might not be profitable this year. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. I didn't I mean, have a person because I was like, oh, it's fine. I'll do it all myself. No, I, I'm, I'm nodding. I'm nodding my head here being like, yes, I'm, I'm with you. I think there's so many, I mean, so many CEOs and founders I've talked to who who've experienced something very similar where when you're in it, you just don't see things as clearly. And it just sometimes takes that extra time of, of stepping away. I'm curious, Natalie, just very tactically. So what does this time of stepping away look like? I mean, yeah. Do you take a day off and go walk in the woods? Like, how do you structure this? Um, is it something you do every single year or that you're going to start to do every single year? Like just very practically, very tactically, what does this look like? So lately it's been uh, very intentional. I've, I've kind of come to realize I have to like carve out the time. Mm -hmm. So if there's a big, usually towards the end of the year, Chris and I will go away somewhere um, just for a couple of days. There's a place in the woods that we really like. Mm -hmm. um, that could be a thing. But you know what I've been doing, which I, I learned from a, a story about, I think, Carl Icahn, uh, the, the, you know, the finance guy. I'm not into in the finance world, but I kind of understand what he does. But anyway, there was a story that uh, somebody was in a meeting with him and his uh, assistant came in and said, I need this, I have this big problem to solve. And he said, okay. And he opens his calendar and he looks at it and says, the, my next thinking day is Tuesday. I'll add it to my next thinking day. Hmm. And whether it's true or not is irrelevant, but what, what it, what it <laughs> created in, in like was this realization that you can have intentional thinking time. Like there's yep. absolutely creative time. Like, Oh, you spark an idea, but you can also like mull on a problem in, in kind of your peripheral and you can sit down. And for me, it's usually means writing. I just start writing. Like mm -hmm. I write outlines. I write, you know, perspectives. I, I I'll, I'll write the same thing in four different ways to see what it resonates with. And, and so I think for me, it's like, we have to solve this problem. Like we, we're moving into an organizational structure and doing a bunch of things. And working on our operations and Chris and I spent the last two months with really dedicated like Wednesday no laptop like no email and let's let's solve this problem or like we went to New York last week and spent a mm -hmm. night and we were like all right we have these three things we want to tackle and we had an agenda for ourselves like these are the thinking times that the thinking the things we need to think about during right. this time away and that's worked really well for us because it gives I don't know my single focus let's let's tackle this. Yes. Um, and what we're going to do in the future is we're going to try to apply it to the team. So really want to have a point where we have like strategic or specific moments for strategic decisions. So, you know, mm -hmm. let's, let's have annual goals. Let's plan quarterly, you know, like let's dedicated weeks. Everybody knows they're coming up. And so we're not like mid February, like changing direction. And in December, you know, just give ourselves some space to think and then space to work and not kind of 
kind of intertwine inter uh, uh, interweave or whatever the two uh, the interweaving yeah is never is never i think as um effective and i think uh, I, I think that's so helpful to think about actually blocking out the thinking time on your calendar. I know there was a period last year where every Friday was sort of my big picture day as you know CEO, like thinking about, okay, what are the big picture things and scheduling it out? Or uh, I do this um, thing where, you know, no meetings on Mondays, right? Same thing, right? And, and people have their own version of this. Like I know CEOs who will literally block out like three days on their calendar and it's, you know, people are not allowed to schedule anything in, the, in there and they go and they have that time. I love the idea, though, of applying that to your team and this idea to really foster that sense of uh, protecting time and protecting your thinking time and assigning that time for your team. So I know folks who are listening, um, hopefully they'll be they'll be applying that as well. I guess my last sort of I, I mean, I, I could talk to you for, for hours here, Natalie, uh, but for the sake of time, the last thing I was curious about is for any founder or manager right now who is like, okay, Natalie, this sounds great in theory, right? But in reality, like I am I'm busy, like everything is on fire. Like I'm really worried about these key people leaving. Uh, like I know what I need to do. I just need to go do it. I mean, what would you say to them about the value of maybe taking a step back? I mean, I, I, I agree, right? Like there's, there's fires, right? And then it's like some of that time is gone. I think the those problems that you like a key person leaving or, you know, these big decisions that you have to make, a lot of times in my experience, they're a lot, a lot scarier when you're kind of in the business than when you take a step out. And so, you know, take a key person, maybe not having a good situation with that. I think a solid reflection reflection on the outside will show you that like, okay, what's the worst case scenario? Can we replace them? You know, like what, what are the problems, you know, and that actually creates that clarity of thought that when you go back into it, cause you're going to have to go back into it and deal with it, right? You're not going to be able to stay up here and be like, oh, everything's great. You're going to deal with it, but you're going to deal with it with a clear head. And I think that is, you're going to come up with a better outcome. You know, it's like, I, I truly from our experience know that if I don't step away when there's a lot of stress, then I will just react in ways that aren't level, you know, like clear minded and that I'll come back to it three months later and be like, that was a really bad decision. <laughs> you know, like we should have not have reacted that way. And so I don't know. I mean, it's hard, but even just an hour to just like close it and just, I like to do all the negative questions, you know, what's the worst thing that happens? Mm. What happens next? You know, like walk through a scenario and it's almost never the end of the world, right? And once that, once that like feels so less heavy, then you're like, okay, okay, let's tackle it. You know, like here's my options. Absolutely. No, I think decision-making always improves when you can remove yourself from reactivity and actually then make a deliberate decision and respond instead of just knee jerk. Okay. I'm just going to, you know, sort of go whichever way the wind is, is, is pushing me. And you only get that if you, if you take a step back. And I also love the recommendation, even an hour, like over lunch, like whatever, like whatever, if it's 30 minutes, even, even to remove yourself a bit from the situation. So thank you so much, Natalie. I so appreciate your wisdom. And I know everyone else who's listening does too.